to come running unto you, God, to say, yes, I surrender. I live for you, God. I serve you in these lasting evil days. God, because we know that the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few, oh God. God, we ask that you let the laborers come forth, God, and go forth into the harvest. God, that souls may come into your kingdom and realize that you are the Savior of this world. You are the true and living God, and there is no other God. And we just thank you, oh God, for you giving us a chance to serve you, for bringing us out of sin and giving us a mind to live for you in these last and evil days. In Jesus' name we pray, and we bless your mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I'm going to be coming from, um, well, I'm going to go over the scripture that, um, that was given for the theme of this tent revival. Romans, and I'm going to start at the third, well, it's three, and I'm going to start at the 23rd, just to read what the scripture said pertaining to the um, revival on tonight. Just give me a second. The, thir the 23rd verse of Romans reads, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. Amen. We, we know that, amen, it's through Jesus' blood, amen, that we have this opportunity, amen, to come for, out of sin, amen. A propitiation means the removal of wrath by the offering of a gift. Amen. It signifies the turning away of wrath by offering. And we know tonight that Jesus Christ was that offering, amen. He offered himself, amen, for the sins of this world. Amen. And that blood that he shed for our sins is still working on today. Amen. Amen. He is the gift that was offered for the removal of our sins. And the only way to be forgiven is through the belief in him and that he gave his life so we will not have to live any longer in sin. And the blood that he shed is still working for the saving, healing, and deliverance of the souls of his people. Amen. And my scripture on tonight, my subject, amen, there is still room. Amen. And I'm going to be coming from Luke, starting at the 14th chapter and the 15th verse. Amen. I'm going to give everybody a chance to get the scripture. St. Luke 14. Starting at the 15th verse. Amen. And it reads, Jesus had just given a, well, the scripture reads, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going too fast. Uh, oh, no, I was right. Okay, he proceed to that where I'm starting. That he had just given a parable to those around him concerning humility. That it's better to be asked into high positions than to assume the right to a place of high authority on your own. So he was going into that, talking to the people about being humble and being and It's better to be asked up than to have to be removed to a lower place. 
And then it says, and to think on the less fortunate more than your friends and family or colleagues. So we begin at verse 15 of the 14th chapter of St. Luke, and it reads, And when one of them that sat at meat with him heard these things, he said unto him, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Now the person that sat at meat with Jesus began to think on heavenly things that but did not understand the full depth of what he was saying. So Jesus had just told the people around them what benefit it is if you only invite those that are already have, if you only invite the ones that already know who God is and are already serving God to the feast, what benefit is that going to be to the people? You need to be focusing on the souls that don't know who God is. That, who, that need to know that he's still alive and he's still working through us and in us. And you can have him in your life if you just believe. And he wants you to focus on the, the lame, the poor, the maimed, the blind. And will yet be in the same condition that they were in and no longer, with no regard or concern for their needs or deliverance. If we don't think on those people, we'll just be going on the same way, just focused on ourselves. And not looking at the souls of God, people that they are in need of, of salvation. They need to know that Jesus is alive, he's well, and he's living in us on today. We have life through Jesus. We have a better life through Jesus. And we know that on tonight because his blood still works. It's running through our veins daily. He gives us life through his blood. He gives us everything we need is through the blood. Amen. I'm going on to 15. So Jesus began to explain to them another parable. Why it's not important to continue to give those who already have. Who's benefiting when we remain close to those that already have the power. When sinners are yet dying, souls are continuously being lost to the hand of the enemy and everybody's content because they are comfortable and comfortable with those they know. It's easy for us to go to people that we already know we're comfortable with and then we look down on others because of the condition they are in sometimes. We don't be concerned with they need Jesus because if they get Jesus in their life, the condition that they have will get better for them. Amen. We don't take that into consideration. It's more comfortable for us to call on those that we're used to being around or comfort, more comfortable with. And we can exalt with one another in God and not think on the ones that need to know who God is. Amen. Amen. And then Jesus said unto them in verse 16, A certain man made a great supper and bade men. We understand this verse to be that God made a great supper and has invited many to join him. Amen. And it and it's to those that he calls. Because John 6, 44 tells us, No man can come to Jesus except the Father which sent him draws them. So he began to invite many to his feast. Amen. But like the children of Israel in the wilderness, what he had to offer just wasn't good enough. Amen. They chose not to go to the feast that he invited them to. Come on, come on. He, he just, they just had made, began to make excuses. And he sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. Now when Jesus, when God sent his son Jesus with the intent of him becoming a great sacrifice for the sins of the world, he made him the bread that we should partake of to join in the supper that was prepared. Jesus tells us in John 6, 41, he is the bread that came down from heaven, that he is the living bread 
And if any man shall eat of his bread, he shall live forever. Amen. So the supper was made and prepared for those who God called. But guess what? They began to make excuses. And they all with one consent began to make excuses. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. Now you know this had to be something that they all planned and discussed because they all began to give with one consent uh -huh. an excuse for why they couldn't come to the supper. Yeah. All of them just at one time, I got something to do. And they, you know they had to be discussing it with themselves. Oh, I ain't gonna go. You going? Nah, I ain't going either. So all of them knew at the same time, I ain't going to it. I don't want to go. And then they, in the end, they all began to turn away from what they, they felt like. I gotta know why should I go to that? Uh -huh. I don't need the supper. But in the end, everybody needs to partake of the supper. Amen. And we need the bread, amen. 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 And they each had reasons as to why they couldn't come. And here's the one thing they had to know ahead of time, that the feast was taking place. So then why couldn't they make their own arrangements around the feast? Uh -huh. Why did they feel their needs were more important than meeting with the needs of the master? Come on. Because that's what we see today. People have forgotten their main purpose for being called to the positions they're in and, and more focus on what's beneficial to me and me alone. We have turned salvation into a place of focusing mainly on prosperity. We don't look on the souls of the people anymore. You see people in leadership places today, and they often tell you that if you get, they got a word for you, but you got to, you basically got to pay for it. If you got a blessing, I got your blessing, but sow a seed. What's the seed going to benefit if the word already been paid for? Come on, At the come end on. of the day, he paid the ultimate price. He done paid for us to have this life in him. So why do we have to yet pay you to give us a word from, the God, from God? At the end of the day, you should be teaching the people how to have a relationship with God so they can pray to God for themselves. At the end of the day, that's what it all boils down to. It's not about us as individuals standing before you. We can teach you what the Word of God says so far. But at the, we, in the end, you need to be having that relationship so you won't have to go to the people. But you'll have that relationship so he'll answer the prayer for you, for yourself. That's what he wants. Each individual to, person to serve him for themselves. Not according to what man says, because what he gives to me might not be for you. Amen. It might not be your deliverance, the way he want to deliver you. Yes. But at the, I can tell you what about me, y'all. I can be a testimony to you of what he did to me to bring me out of sin. And what brought me through. And in, in that, you take it and see how you can have that same relationship to get your deliverance. Amen. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen. And I go to, to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. Now those same oxen will be there when the feast is over with. So why is our needs today more important than the will of God to bring people to, to the supper? Come on, come on. Amen. That's what we hear now, one excuse after another. I can't come because my family member's sick. I got to go to the doctor. And some people just tell you, I'm just tired. Amen. I don't want to go to church. I'm tired tonight. And I can understand you being tired. But at the end, when are you going to make time for God? Amen. When are you going to be willing to give him some of your time? Because when you need something from him, you run to the people of God. Amen. You need whatever it is you're going through. If it's healing, if it's money in your pocket, you run to the people.
people of God in, and guess what? They're going to want you to pay for what they've given you. So you should be trying to come to God while you have the chance. Come to the blood while you have the chance. And give him the opportunity while the blood is running warm in your body. While you have the full activities of your limb and you're in your right mind. That's what he's looking for on today. Somebody to say yes without him forcing you to say yes. He wants you to give your life to him willingly. Not in, in your own ways and when it's not going your way. Because that's not beneficial to you or him. When you're down in your body and, and he can't use you, then what? you just depending on him and then some people faith be so to they blame him for their condition. But you had the opportunity when you was well. I know it was a chance in your life when he, he tried to call you. If somebody said a word of encouragement to you to tell you who God was, then that was your chance right there for you to try. Because I know they told you something to, to prick your heart and tell you what great love he is just in their testimony and your, your conversation with them. And another said, I have married a wife. And therefore, I cannot come. Now, the last one, his excuse was just ridiculous. I guess he said, forget the reception. I got to go see what this woman got about. I just married, got to offer me. Because most people, when you get married, you're going to eat first. But he ain't want no food. He wanted his wife. He going to lay up. Forget the um, food. I need to see what you're working with, lady. So, they ain't going to the... Um, to the reception. That, now that excuse right there just didn't make no sense. Yeah. And you knew you would get married. Why you scheduled a marriage right there when it was time for the supper? Yeah. God needed you more than that woman needed you because she needs the same thing you need and that's God. Yeah. And you ought to be leading her to God instead of going to lay up with her. That's even with the women. We'll focus on what we can get out of the man instead of trying to turn to God to get all you need. I got this to offer you. What you going to give me? And you don't know how much you degrade yourself and lower yourself for a dollar. Amen. I, I just recall just reading about Abraham and Adam and Eve. And God made Eve his wife when they laid together. And Abraham and Sarah, there was his wife when they laid together. So if, if this my wife, just by me laying with her, then women um, that's, that's tuned in, if you're not saved, ask yourself, how many husbands do you have up today? How many do you have? Because how many, every time you lay with one, according to the beginning of the scripture, Every time you lay down with lay down with a man, that's your husband. It's before the law came, which you had to go to the courthouse and get a piece of paper. The paper don't amount to nothing in the eyesight of God. Amen. At the end of the day, is that husband that he said he made for you? That's your rib, and that's the person you laying with. So how many do you have? Amen. How many do you have you laid with that you can just say this is my husband? You can't because you've been with too many. Amen. And every time you lay down with one, every spirit that they have, you leaving them, they leaving them spirits in you. So you getting up with more spirits up than of your own, and then the ones that they have in them as well. Then you you showing up possessed with some demons and don't even realize it. Amen. But it's gonna take the blood. It's going to take the supper for you to be delivered from that, those spirits that send you on tonight. It's going to take Jesus coming down in you because he's the only one that can deliver you. He's the only one that can set you free from everything that keeps you bound from obeying his will. And we hear all types of excuses as to why people can't come and give God some of their time until they need a word, they need a prayer, or they need a blessing. 
And if you continue, if you come to the feast, you can get all these things and more because he tells us in Philippians, God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And if you take of the bread, there's no want to them that fear him. You don't have to lack for nothing. You just have to want the bread. Amen. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. Now since the, the um, fold, since the fold of reputation, since the people of reputation think that they are too good for me, go and get those that are looked on the least, that, that don't have anything and will be glad to serve me. That's basically what he's telling the servant. These right here got too much going on. They, they feel like they don't need me because they got all of everything come on, they come want. Their flesh is satisfied, that's the bottom line. They, everything that's pleasing to their flesh, that's keeping their flesh happy, they got it so they feel like they don't need nothing from me. So I want you to go to the ones that don't have anything to offer. They don't have, the, some of them sleeping on the bridges. I need you to go out and get them. Amen. Amen. Some that's out here lost and dying and not in their right mind, but he's able to put them in their right mind. So go out and get those. The ones whose hearts have been broken. Sometimes some gone through molestation. Go and get those because they feel like nobody loves them and nobody cares. Those are the people that he wants us to go out and get. Because everybody today mind is so focused on themselves and they don't they feel like they're in a place now that they good and God using them and that's all that matters. But it's another place that you can go in God. It's deeper depths in God. He said we'll be able to do more things than he did on this earth. So I, I'm waiting to see somebody get in that place to see those type miracles take place. I want to be one of them that can get in that place. Because it's not about me, it's about serving God and being obedient to his perfect will. And that's what I'm seeking for, his perfect will, how to walk in it and live by it. And live up, live up to it, because that's what it takes. And I to let the blood continue to work in me, that he may be glorified and honored. And the servant said to his, uh, to his Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. I have did as you commanded, and we still have room to receive more souls. So it's, it's still room Amen. for souls to come in. Amen. Where you at? At the end of the day, why you don't want to turn to God? Why they turn to us? For answers which we should be turning them to God and not we sometimes we give the people too much we'll give them so much that they'll feel like it, they run back and forth to us for their answers instead of us telling them you gotta try God you need to know who God is for yourself I don't have the answer that you're looking for he told us to bring the burdens to him and leave them there but instead we'll fit, try to fix the burden so they can continue to come to us and then when they um going through it or they disappointed in us, then we mad at them. No, we should have led them to God from the beginning. Amen. That's who they needed. That's who got every answer that they needed. Amen. And he wants the room to be filled. He wanted to be filled. He said the devil would not have more souls than him. So when are we going to get busy enough to bring those souls in? That's what's important is the souls of God's people. Amen. Amen. And then he said he gave his life willingly. He laid down all he had to give in order for us to sit with him. 
So why do we resist salvation? His blood is still working. It hasn't stopped. But don't wait until you're going through your worst trial when you're sick in your body and the enemy has attacked your mind and you feel like you just don't have any way else to turn to but God. He wants you to come in, He wants to come into your life right now. He wants to invite you in while there's still yet room. His blood is what gives us life. It heals, it restores, it lifts us up and keeps us when we are not even capable of keeping ourselves. He just wants a repentant heart to say yes, to turn from their own thoughts and ideas and seek his ways. That's what that's all God wants on today. Amen. A soul to surrender completely and totally to him. Amen. Even us that's confessing. That's right. Continue to surrender. Amen. Continue to say yes to him and seek him. That you'll obey all that he desires in your life. Amen. That's what's important on today. Amen. I just wish more souls would just come out willingly and just say, yes, I serve you. Because we, we give you all that we have and sometimes too much. But at the end of the day, try God for yourself. That's what's important. Trying who God is, knowing who he is, and deciding to serve him in the fullness and live a life that you will be free from sin. Amen. Coming out of the closet on different things that you're going through, that ain't benefiting your soul, you're still going to end up in hell. And people can say, well, yes, God loves me too. He do. He loves everybody. But he wants you to live a better life than what you're living. He don't want you to be caught up in the sins of this world that'll keep you captivating your mind, just confused. And you think you're doing what's right and you're yet headed to hell. That's not the God we serve. That's not how he wants us to live. It's, obedience is better than sacrifice. Showing up to church is good. But at the end of the day, you got to be done heard something to convict you to, to where you'll want to change and live for God. Amen. And that's what matters to him the most. A change and repentant heart to serve him and live for him in the fullness. Because he is all that we have. He's better than anything that any human being can give us. Right. What they give us is temporal. But he wants to give us eternal life. Amen. And that's what I'm seeking for. Eternal life in the kingdom of God. To abide with him and sup with him. I'm taking of this bread. Because it's the best thing that I can have. And going on down in the scripture. He said if any man come to me. And hate not his father and mother and wife and children. And brethren and sisters. Yea in his own life also. He cannot be my disciple. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. So we know what it takes to be a disciple. Amen. We know what it takes to stand with God in these last and evil days and be just like Peter, James, Paul, all the disciples of old. They didn't care nothing about the people as far as them trying to change their minds or make them think what they, they, what they was doing was wrong. All that mattered to the people of God was being obedient to him. The servants of God was being obedient to God and obeying every word that he gave them to do. And they did that. And that's what we, he wants us to do, to be his disciple. Take up his bread. He said when he, when he got ready to go to the cross, he uh, told them, he gave them the last supper. And he told them, take this bread, eat. And that bread was of him. But if you have him dwelling in your life and you confess him, then you have that bread. That is your connection to God. He, he intercedes on our behalf. And, and we need his interception because we're like filthy rags. We fall short daily. And it may not be an intentional sin, but at the end of the day, we're in flesh. So you may fall short and you may not. But we're striving to be perfect.
perfect in the eyesight of God. And people tell you you can't, but the word of God says you can't. Be ye perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. And if he said it, if his word said it, then there's nothing else to it. No, you can't convince me that I can't be. I just got to strive myself to get to that place, to get to perfection and show God, this is what I want. This is what I desire. This is what I need, and I need you. And he is, can continue to feed me the bread. Continue to let me live in you until I want no more. And that's when I gain eternal life. But long as I'm on this earth, I need it. That's what keeps me, and that's what how I don't end up in sin. It's through the word and the blood of God. And man, I just thank you for the opportunity to come before you on tonight to just minister a little of God's word, amen. Amen, don't count myself worthy, amen, to even stand before God's people, but amen, I hope that something was said. Amen. That somebody have a mind to surrender to God, to say yes to God, to want to serve him and live for him in these last and evil days. Because we need him like never before. We need him more than anything in this world with the different things that are going on in this world with the presidents and the other nations. We need God. He is the only one that can keep us through all the things that's about to take place. And we don't know what all that consists of, but he does. And if we're in that place with him, he'll keep us covered. Just like he had the children of Israel to put that blood on that doorpost. Amen. The doorpost today is our heart. We need it. Amen. We need the blood in our hearts. Amen. We need it in our minds. Amen. That's the what keep, continues to keep us striving to perfection in him and obeying him, having faith to believe that he can take us through and be with us. Amen. Amen, and that, that's um, all I have, amen. Amen, I thank God for the opportunity to give yes. you a word. Y'all continue to pray for me. Thank mm -hmm. you.